Hello everyone, my name is Anish Tandon and I'm just another guy who is interested in remote sports. I am starting a podcast with four of my friends, Gaurish, Mihir, Aman and Rod. And if you think you don't know a lot about motorsports, well, neither do we. But I would really like if you guys could come up with us and enjoy us on this podcast with a cup of chai. Starting off with Rod, he'll uh, tell us more about the news of the weekend about IndyCar. Rod, over to you. Hey, this is Rod. And the big news this week in terms of IndyCar is that Marcus Erickson, the former F1 driver, won his first IndyCar Grand Prix at Detroit starting from 15th for Chip Ganassi Racer. This is his first victory since 2013 and talking about first victories. Another F1, former F1 driver, Kevin Magnussen, also got his first victory in IMSA. It shares the same venue with IndyCar that is also at Detroit. And he won for number one Chip Ganassi Racing with Renger van der Sander, leading 97 of the 99 laps. And another, the biggest news for sports car racing this week is BMW just announced that it will be coming back to top flight of sports car and endurance racing with an LMDH project in 2023. It was rather released in a bizarre fashion where the CEO of BMW M uh, released the news in a cryptic Instagram post that just showed a picture of the, of the 1999 Le Mans winning BMW V12 LMR car with just the caption, we are coming back. And a couple of days later, they followed with a PR, proper PR statement that they're actually coming back and they're mainly focusing on the North American aspects of endurance racing, but they did not say anything about moving over to WEC or uh, Le Mans or anything like that. But we are hoping that uh, with the help of some customer teams, they will go to Le Mans. But given that is BMW, uh, we should not expect much. You know, they're not the best in terms of uh, patience. Interesting thing about this uh, Grosjean and uh, Ericsson incident is that the reason Grosjean got his first victory in IndyCar is because I'm sorry. Uh, the reason Ericsson got his first victory in IndyCar is because Grosjean crashed about five, six laps to go in the Detroit Grand Prix. And then the session was red flagged. Then Marcus Eisen was second behind Will Power. And then Will Power's car had an ECU failure because of the heat and everything. So technically, if you look at it, Grosjean gifted Marcus Eisen the victory. Sir, so solar circle of life. Favor, it was a favor from 2018 Baku. <laughs> I guess. You hit me, I'll give you my win. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing with Baku, on 6th June, that was on Sunday, uh, Azerbaijan City woke up and chose violence as a part of uh, Baku GP, which is, uh, which was, I oh my God. I don't have words to fill uh, Baku, like tire blowouts on Stroll trial blowout and uh, Max Verstappen crashes on from the lead and there is a uh, Sebastian Vettel in the podium contention. Then there is a restart after for two laps time. after a very long time. Yeah, that was very emotional. So, uh, so Vettel in podium contentions again. And oh my God, what a restart. What a nice restart. I think that was one good direction from race director Michael Massey. One good uh, race direction over the years. The two-lap sprint, no tire, uh, like worrying about the tires and thing. 
two laps and oh my god lewis hamilton just went straight out of azerbaijan he was like i'm out of here i'm not doing this anymore he just went and gifted his win to he finished the 17th that day right lewis hamilton yeah he finished that last it was like i'll see you again <laughs> <laughs> you know funny with... thing happened with me i'll never miss uh, i'll never forget about this baku gp Uh, oh, I no, watched man. the whole race till lap number forty, and the moment <laughs> I switch it off because it was pretty boring, okay. And the moment I switch it off, everything goes haywire. There are tire blowouts. Max Verstappen loses the lead. Race restarts. But I, 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 I think you should just forbid Anish from watching any races from here on, so that all races yeah. will. No, you. I think I should. I, I think I should not watch even the France GP. I, it might turn out to be like oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, just for ah, I can always resort to. You should watch it till forty laps only. Yeah, so there are at least three laps. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. Should, should, I mean, don't watch. Don't watch the Belgian GP till fortieth lap because there are only forty-four laps. Forty-four <laughs> laps to be under safety car, which is not what we plan. So you should watch like seventy-five percent of the race, and then you should switch it off. Which I guess I can resort to you know post race replays, but uh, but that's one a thing I, sacrifice for the community. One thing I liked in that Baku GP was that Red Bull dance, that one-two uh, tire dance. Oh my God, that was so well synchronized. Uh, like, yeah. the, like the old days. That is what Red Bull. Yeah, I think that is one of my favorite days. Oh sorry, that was, <laughs> no, that's sorry. Okay. that that's what Red Bull needed from 2018. No, sorry, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, Honda has been always saying that uh, there should be the second driver uh, up there just to, to stay with Max. Yeah, just to stay there. And uh, if that happens, then they can actually play some strategy games with Mercedes, uh, which we didn't see this weekend. But because we didn't have to, because Hamilton played way earlier, and he actually. I'm expecting strategy games in the upcoming GPS where there are big tracks, not street tracks. But to be to be honest, uh, but to be honest, Mihir. Uh, Red Bull had some play, you know, because Portas was nowhere near in top five, nowhere near yeah, in top ten exactly. actually. Exactly, yeah. So, so with the way Portas is performing, if Red, if Perez even does a half good job, uh, I guess. I mean, like uh, Portas was not there in the top ten just because of the raw pace of Mercedes, but then Hamilton. Was very unexpected. P three, I guess he qualified, right? That was because the massive throw he P2. got from, I guess it was Gasly. No, Charles Leclerc. I guess it was Gasly. Leclerc. Oh, okay. Leclerc. He gave Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, I think Charles gave Hamilton two, and Hamilton gave Leclerc a toss. So Leclerc was on pole, and Hamilton was second, and both us were. Yeah. Okay, so just to tell the viewers here, Leclerc, Charles Leclerc is a driver for Ferrari. Lewis Hamilton is a driver for Mercedes. Scuderia Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari. And Lewis Hamilton drives drives for Mercedes AMG AMG Petronas Motorsports team. Formula One team. And the Bottas is the secondary driver for Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula One team. I guess. Did we mention any other drivers as well? I would I would like to just uh, clarify one thing. How easily Inish is like Bottas is just secondary driver for uh, Mercedes. I'm like no respect, dude. Come on, man. Give, it is pretty evident um, as of now. See, I started watching Formula One back uh, in 
2019 was my very first serious season i had big hopes for bottas i cheered him all through these years <laughs> and uh, well uh, i guess let's let's it never really paid off and now it's pretty clear that uh, maybe mark is playing games with him i don't know i cannot comment on such a thing though but uh, we don't know but there are but again uh, we'll stick to mercedes there are heavy rumors that uh, there is a switch in coming that is a uh, george russell to mercedes and uh, valtteri bottas to williams again i i somewhere have this feeling that what if valtteri go back to williams and suddenly in 2022 williams started you know the fortune shines on williams and they are like Wilson running three the world champion but unfortunately okay so williams is i guess we should introduce williams here williams and george russell williams williams is one of the oldest formula teams as we all know till date and second and, uh, uh, most successful team uh, after scuderia second most successful team correct uh, i think scuderia and uh, george Paris russell is a current uh, racing driver for uh, williams formula 1 teams williams formula 1 team which uh, <laughs> williams formula 1 team yes now the humans are see george russell is also uh, a mercedes driver reserve driver correct george russell is uh, george russell was a part of mercedes junior program uh and he is still managed by Toto Wolff who happens to be the CEO of Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula 1 team so he, he manages the George team principal and he's CEO no 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 he's a CEO now team principal okay huh. no he wow that's news he's the CEO now i guess he was uh, promoted ah, he or something last year he purchased i think like 33% of the share so now mercedes is divided into three that's its uh, Toto Wolff uh one is uh, Delmar Daimler, 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 and uh, uh, Ineos, Ineos. Yeah. Well, I really don't think that George Russell would go to Mercedes by 2022. I don't think that as Lewis Hamilton continues, he he will have Valtteri Bottas by his side. He won't have Russell because Russell is the most up and coming driver. That I, is true I, because yeah, George I mean, will yes. put up uh, quite a lot of uh, you know really when it comes to yeah yeah and and Mercedes can't risk that otherwise it would be like 2011 and 12 uh, Mark Webber and Sebastian Vettel see uh, or uh, Nico we, Rosberg we, we, and Lewis Hamilton Nico Rosberg Lewis Hamilton yeah, yeah Nico, Nico opinion, Rosberg and Mark Webber are again see. former Formula One drivers yeah yeah I think they won't have an option other than switching. Uh, Russell into the Mercedes seat if, if Bottas keeps performing like this because they are going to lose the constructors championship if these kind of results are the ones Bottas is going to be showing. And, and there are, uh, but and I in mean, that case, if, as, if Hamilton what? says that no, I don't want uh, uh, any other driver to be my teammate other than Bottas, uh, I don't see why Mercedes will continue him because I think uh, Daimler. Sorry, how it's pronounced? Daimler. Daimler is unhappy with uh, the Lewis and his uh, contract extension, which happened in 2020. That he wanted 10% of the constructor fees and AMG Project One car, and he will decide who will, uh, you know, be in second car. So that makes uh, the C the parent company unhappy. So there are heavy rumors again that this time they are not listening to Lewis Hamilton. They are running in as a team. Not Lewis is not running the team. The Mercedes is running the team. So there is one. And second uh, point, which I like to point out, is Russell's uh, contract has been ending in 2021. So 
so if mercedes is not choosing him there will be some other team who might choose him and you know just yeah, because know. he has been very promising I, I, in the past I, I, as well hey i don't see any other team getting a free seat i mean uh if you consider as a mercedes junior driver managed by toto wolf we have esteban ocon as well and he has been showing really great track progress after 2020 mid season i'd say after the summer break there was no summer break but after spa i'd say because uh, that's when ricardo and ocon could actually together as a team move renault back in the day forward now alpine uh, but i mean i think that there's a chance for ocon as well if lewis hamilton extends ocon could go to maybe mercedes bottas could shift back to alpine if if that that depends on lewis hamilton i i have been very unpopular with bottas going to alpine because alpine yeah. literally has three reserve drivers plus pierre gasly wants to be in alpine or rather alpine want pierre gasly because i mean that's that i think there are no free seats Alpine right now has Fernando Alonso as their driver, Esteban Ocon as their driver. There has been rumors that Pierre Gasly will shift from uh, Scuderia Toro Rosso. No, that's now the Alfa Tauri. Sorry, Alfa Tauri to Alpine. Uh, Alpine has uh, Christian Lungard, Gianni Jo uh, as their uh, uh, Oscar Piastri. as their uh, junior driver no, just to stop you there aman uh, we need to mention who these three guys actually are so yeah, so yeah. oscar piastri uh, one is joe and christian lungard a formula 2 drivers uh i mean he can even win the title if he has a very consistent he's leading right now right the yeah, he's leading no right he was leading. Uh, now no leading. last i guess uh, last race uh, uh, in baku i think there was some mishap because i missed the complete race but i, I guess, guess uh, zhao is uh, not yuri leading whips. anymore yuri whip no, won a race He won a race yeah, correct, correct. But uh, yeah. he he is still third in the championship, and okay. Wanyuzo is still first. But the gap isn't much. Oh but yeah, still maybe he maybe, maybe that might have happened. Yes, yeah, he might that, have shortened the gap. Yeah. yeah. And, by by West Darugla, West Jehan, Jehan Darugla. He is in P seven. Well, I mean, Jehan Darugla is an Indian Formula Two driver. Yeah, uh, Indians have quite big hopes when it comes to Jan Darubla because he might shift to Formula One. But the chances of that happening in the near future are next to what, impossible because no, he I hasn't been. Yeah, uh, actually, difficult maybe. I mean, uh, the good uh, thing about him is that he is a Red Bull Junior driver and the person who calls the shots in the Red Bull teams, uh, Doctor Helmut Marko. Calls uh, the shots for four seats right now. That is the two seats of Red Bull F1 team and two seats of Alpha Tauri. Uh, he likes Sergio Darola a lot. But again, if you see the competition, there's two other J- uh, Red Bull Junior drivers in F2 who are doing better than Liam him right Lawson now. and Yuri Vips. Yeah, Yuri Vips. Yeah, Yuri Vips is in third, and Liam Lawson, I believe, is in fifth or something. Uh, then well, secondly, if you see the Alpha Tauri uh, seats right now, uh, one. Driver is Yuki Sonoda, who is really promising, and he has gained a lot of fame. Let's not uh, 
forget that. So I don't see them firing him mid-season or end of the season. The other driver, of course, Pierre Gasly. If he decides to jump ship to Renault, or if Renault gives him a chance in place of Alonso or Ocon, uh, not Renault, which is Alpine. Yeah, I it's think. now changed its name to Alpine. I, I don't think I don't think that because uh, Doctor Alan Marco just denied rumors that. Pierre Gasly could actually shift to Alpine Formula One team from. Yeah, he also Australia. denied rumors that uh, he'll shift from Red Bull to Toro Rosso, but then he. Did yeah, I mean, I mean that was just the time. Time. It yeah. all depends on the time. I mean, I don't think that yeah, Pierre Gasly will actually to... take a gamble because I mean, what I see, he's the most complete driver after Verstappen, and he has been performing. He has been and he's clearly number one in Alpha Tauri team, right? Like he, he, he right now what Verstappen is to Red Bull, uh, Gasly is, is to Alpha Tauri. So let's face it, Gasly can probably win in Alpine because Alpine will be challenging for title, but Alpha Tauri will always be the second team of Red Bull. So even though he might stay in Alpha Tauri for a year or two, he will want to go to a team that is going to give him a shot at championship. And staying in Alpha Tauri doesn't look like he's go, going to go to I think he will go to a A team or a, you know, a, who's not a satellite kind of a team or you know, just exactly. back end. So, so I that mean, is he why could just I, move Alpha Tauri a little bit more forward. I think that he'd, he'd stay because I mean, he, he has had his first win at Alpha Tauri, his first podium with uh, Scuderia or also. Yes. But then, I mean, I think he'd stay. I think he'd stay for yeah, the next so two years. Just stay, then that is the end of uh, the chances for Gian Darula. But if he doesn't stay, then then I mean, he has a one third chance of coming in the team. Maybe, uh, maybe that depends on his remaining performances in F2 season. Of course, he was third in the championship, I guess, right until round two. Uh, then he started to lose it in Monaco and Baku. So let's see how he does uh, perform in actual race tracks and not street circuits that are coming up in the Formula 2 season. And if he actually is uh, the best driver in the Red Bull Junior lineup, then then he can hope for a seat. That's that's all he can say. I think I think Gasly will have just one year contract extension to see if there are any more seats available. I think Fernando Alonso has contracted 22, and I think finally yeah. we will. Finally, maybe yeah, most possibly. And, I think, uh, but what I personally Fernando feel is, is stay. I think Fernando what? is gonna stay. That that for that's what year. my next year, next next year, maybe till twenty twenty three, maybe after that he'll get he's back already, on. Okay, he's I mean, already. He's I think if he wins a few races in twenty twenty two or maybe by the end of twenty twenty one, he might stay. But other yeah, than yeah. that, I don't think he's gonna stay at all. I mean, if he gets it's like, like the same case with top, Lewis Hamilton. If he gets if Lewis Hamilton wins eighth world championship, he's gonna leave. If he does not, the chances of him staying back and fighting for another year are way higher. Okay, so okay, I, that he has got to go because the WEC race is starting. Or you could just okay. say it. So talking about Staying with the Lewis Hamilton topic, so recently Lewis Hamilton a... mentioned a very uh, promising thing this weekend after Baku. Lewis Hamilton did mention about uh, how the cost of uh, staying in this game is increasing day by day. Or staying in uh, the Lewis sport. Hamilton, staying in the sport, yes. 
the thing is when louis hamilton entered he actually belonged from a very uh, you know uh, poor family you can say the thing is what he mentioned was that today in order to get into the sport you need a very strong financial backing because you actually start making money once you enter formula 1 before that you are going to spend two days well meer is a professional racing driver here and so is uh, gorish and they both have a very clear yeah. idea about what's going on in this world yeah to be honest uh, if you see the uh, junior motorsport scenario right now entering into any kind of any category to be honest you just have to throw in money to get a seat so there is no or rather there is very few uh, sort of talent hunts happening where uh, someone can actually showcase their talent and hope to get a seat or a drive Um, I don't know about talent hunt, but there sure is treasure hunt going on. <laughs> that that is for sure. And yeah, uh, treasure hunt people... will always go on. I think that yeah. treasure hunt will always go on. Yeah. And if you consider getting into any uh, sort of road for wheeler racing, so that is excluding rallying, of course, then you have to start out in go karts. And even the top layer, uh, top level of go kart racing. um that would be the world championship would cost around 100000 pounds per season uh, which is uh, you can't even imagine how exorbitant or stupid it sounds uh, formula 4 would cost around 250000 pounds per season and formula 3 and 2 you don't even actually i mean you can't even imagine how expensive it is you actually have to be a billionaire to go there I've this is just right this is just Sorry? this is the cost this is the cost of just one seat or one season in formula 3 or formula 4 yeah, yeah this is just the cost of getting the seat for one season in f4 or f3 or whichever category you yeah, have I to mean, go there are there are additional costs as well like traveling your hotel stays and everything that's that's additional plus in the season yeah. you'll have you'll have crash damages and every other little thing so that might add up quite a bit Quite a bit. I I, I, I always I I always wanted to ask that. For example, if someone is in let's let's say Formula Three, which is Formula Three, okay. If someone crashes, what who who pays for that damage? Is that the team or he has to pay for that damage? No, it depends on the contract that you have with the team. So for the, the kind GPS, of contract you have, yeah. That you have, uh, you actually have to pay all of the crash damage. Uh, then there are a little better contracts where you have to pay a little more. and you get insurance so if there is a damage up to a certain amount then the insurance covers that and anything above and beyond that so say for example if you have a really bad crash then and if they are covering say 5000 pounds or 10000 pounds and if your damage bill is 20000 pounds then you have to pay the difference uh, but then it depends on your contract maybe you can pay a huge contract fee right at the beginning and just don't worry about the crashes you can crash the car every weekend and you won't have to pay anything but then the contract cost is already so much that it it just nullifies it just it just it just too dumb to crash every weekend i'd say that because of the sure. contract cost secondly because you never know what you might end up damaging you might end up damaging your body sure. parts as well which might make make you a little unable to drive in the next week uh, in the next race itself exactly. and well it might end up spoiling your whole racing career in itself yeah exactly it might it might be like yeah, that or even just killing yourself 
which is very yeah, that, that's the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst. Yeah. That's the I extreme mean, scenario. Since since we were talking about all the costs, uh, I mean, I know the Volkswagen Amio Cup that happens in India, uh, domestically, uh, they do charge. I mean, there's just one type of contract which is ten lakh to twelve lakh per season, but then uh, that goes up to say one to two lakhs buffer. That's for damage. Uh, that's for damage. Like every day, you might have a little damage. That is your wing mirror. Your door might have a few scrubs on it. Your front bumper might have a few scrubs on it. Your rear bumper might have a few scrubs on it. That has to be replaced. That is, I mean, imperative because that affects your performance. If you don't replace it, uh, eventually you'll have to replace it, no matter what. So that one to two buffer would make it around fourteen lakhs. And I have a my mentor, Sarvanjay Pade. He's racing in Volkswagen Amio Cup and Polo Cup, and a friend of mine as well would. be stepping up soon and i spoke to them i had a word with them and they said that it's not just those 14 lakhs it goes above to 20 lakhs i'd say that's because of the traveling all your practice sessions there's unpaid practice uh, and that there's free practice and there's paid practice as well on thursdays and the days weekend but i mean that's that's completely out of question if you want to Question your driving skills and go for that practice. That would cost a hefty amount just to be singly going out on the track driving for two, three hours or even more. And yeah, I mean the costs are way too, way too out of question and way too out of bounds. But I guess that's what the sport requires. That's because of the high barriers to entry. I guess that's what the sport has come to. Yeah, I I do remember. The very first That's... time uh, when I came to know about the Amio Cup, I actually came to know about it through Mihir. Okay, I was just getting into the sport, and I contacted him, and uh, he told me that Amio Cup you need to have like fifteen lakhs for the car, and then it just keeps on. If I just talk about the car in itself, like you need ceramic brakes, okay, for two three uh, you know two three races you can use those brakes. So once they are faded out, then you need another set. You need a different sort of race fuel. You need, uh, you know, uh, like tires. The parts for the car they have to be like yeah, different sorts of tire compounds. So, the more you spend, that 15 lakhs can be converted into 30 lakhs just for the car itself. And eventually, that does give you an edge over others who are paying 15, and when you're paying 30, because they've got lighter parts, they've got more power. So, I mean, there is a very huge chunk of technology and versus. Talent, which is why the sport is facing yeah, this yeah, yeah. big yeah. treasure hunt right now. I'd say it's not the technology versus talent. I'd use a rather more familiar economic term that is high barriers to entry. That's that's for monopolies, and I mean this kind of this sport kind of in itself is a monopoly, and yeah, there are there are very very high barriers to entry. I mean, uh, when I'd say a season of Starting in India would say cost ten lakhs. Uh, that's four stroke. Abroad, that would just cost sixty to seventy lakhs, and that's just the race fees, traveling, and everything is all separate. You have to burn that cost. And I mean, when you when it all comes full circle, it goes a little above a crore, I'd say. But then it's just so high barriers to entry. That are um, 
preventing really great tra- talents from shining into the sport and uh, well i i respect mclaren in a way because they signed up a driver i guess a karting driver no, i, I don't remember mercedes his name. it's mercedes who signed up for karting no 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 mclaren also did mclaren also did a few months ago i don't because, remember uh, his name because uh, toto was there in mugello to sign him only uh, i i don't remember the guy again but he was uh, oh, yes, under that, 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 yes yes and uh, toto even was, uh, even uh, even yeah 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 wait louis louis and nico started a uh, karting together uh, with uh, kk rosberg that is nico's father and of course a former uh, formula 1 champion and then at i think at the age of 7 or 8 Ron Dennis uh, saw uh, Lewis Hamilton and gave the McLaren backing to him. Am I? Am I? I uh, yeah, 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 that's backing. correct. That's correct. And this, this is the thing I was talking about. Uh, McLaren signing teenage karting Hugo Hugo Chukowo. I I I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but that's that's the best that I could do. And this this was a quite that was a quite defining moment for me that. Uh, that kind of made me have a little hope that there are people out McLaren, there and they can get the McLaren. McLaren always McLaren, has been doing this. McLaren or other any other teams signing deals with their talent. Uh, McLaren and most of the teams out there they look for the people who can eventually end up in a Formula One seat. Yeah. So yeah, one example. I would Mercedes want to sponsor someone who was going to go rallying in a Porsche Cup. Uh, they would want to sponsor someone who was who would probably have the chance to end up in a Mercedes Formula One team, and I guess that makes sense for them, obviously, because if they are going to spend that kind of money, then they better have invested it in some driver that is going to perhaps drive for them in the future. Perhaps drive for I them. I think this was the news uh, Aman was talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He's also a karting driver. Karting driver. Yeah. To be honest, uh, to survive in motorsports and junior level motorsports uh, right now, there's only two ways. Uh, it's either you have a rich, uh, rich family or rich backing, or you have a good sponsor. And to be honest, to increase the level of sponsorships, uh, people, the more people watching motorsport, uh, it would be easier to get sponsorships. Uh, you know, so you the best big, big companies. would be promoting a junior level uh, motorsports on tv like we see right now because jehan darwala is racing in formula 2 we get to see formula 2 on television but uh, it wasn't the case until last year or the year before that we never saw any junior uh, races happening on television and even formula 1 wasn't watched by many so the more people watching the race uh there is there's a better chance of getting sponsorships and to reduce the costs of uh, racing uh, the best thing would be restricting what kind of parts team use like i know uh, racing in india there are a handful of teams and the budget budget is so different that the cheapest team would be around half as expensive as the costliest team and that is because the costliest team would use the kind of parts that are needed to win and if you're driving for the team that is going to charge you less the you are not going to win you you will perform good if you are a good driver but to win a championship is a whole different story so if there was some regulation that didn't allow you to do this and uh, you had to buy a spec part and you have to assemble that car itself 
then it would all depend on the driver to deliver the results and then i guess the cost of all the teams would uh, land up to be around the same and that maybe, would be a or maybe a particular living uh, playing field like level playing field ki this much cc yes. this part this engine this piston this brakes this package exactly. and drive like uh, like if you see in formula 4 there are if you go in british formula 4 there are i guess five or six teams in there and if you go and contact the top level team they'll give you a season budget of around 250000 pounds if you go to french formula 4 which runs the same amount of races uh, has the same car renault renault 2.0 which gasly came from right yeah it is now scrapped it is now converted to french formula 4 it, it used to be renault cup but now it's yes, just french yeah. formula 4 yeah yeah so now they don't have any teams they only there's just a one week series where they have 12 cars or 16 cars i believe and there's a uniform budget for everyone and that is just around 110000 euros so that is half as much as the top team in british formula 4 would be charging and they have achieved that by keeping the series a one week series so you know there's no discrepancy there's no advantage of you going into a top tier team so they can actually just uh, level the playing field and then keep the cost simple and just as much as required and uh, that is one way to go forward meer you have been racing in formula 4 as well right you've done a few yeah. seasons correct yeah i've been racing in indian formula 4 the national formula 4 championship um planning to go international soon yeah okay. so speaking of french formula 4 There is there is a there is an Indian driver there as well, Vignesh Karadabad, Karadabad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a good friend of mine, and I mean he has been also having a great start in his initial season. I mean, with uh, point finishes almost in. Uh, I guess I guess he didn't have a point finish, but he was very close to his first point points finish in in the last race. That was Magni Coast. Uh, on ninth May, I guess, and yeah, I mean that's that's great as well for India, if you see. True. And when it comes to Formula Four, like, uh, what is the minimum amount of money that uh, you need to actually spend in terms of Indian like, currency? Like, like me, it is said it's just two, two, two fifty thousand pounds, right? Yeah, that is that is UK. So, that is of UK. course, has a lot of. Yeah, so this this two hundred and fifty thousand pounds has twenty days of testing, and if you divide a day of testing, I guess one day of testing itself costs five thousand pounds, which is around five lakh rupees. So say if you reduce that twenty days of testing, and if you don't want the extra set of tires, and if you can give up on uh, the Thursday pay and practice sessions, if you're that good and you think that you can just come arrive on a Friday practice and then qualify good and race on a Saturday and Sunday and just show what you are. Then it won't cost you two hundred and fifty thousand pounds, but still it will cost you around hundred and fifty to hundred and seventy thousand pounds. Yeah, so that's one point five crores to be that's minimum, uh, um, and that's just the price of entry. Uh, to be good, you'll have to practice on simulators. Uh, simulators they charge you on hourly basis. That is also a lot. And plus, if even if you buy a personal simulator, they don't come for cheap anymore. I mean, they never yeah. did, but. Uh, Yeah, simulators are damn expensive now. Simulators are good, 
but they are not uh, close enough and the simulators that are close enough uh, i don't think yeah, it's that economical to buy it you you could rather just uh, get into a contract as a, with it. as a as a gamer also the normal the steering wheel and all those setup also cost around good amount of rupees like 20 25 30 000 rupees for a good setup just to play it oh no 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 20 25 30 000 that's nothing that's the basic most Oh, that's the that's, that's the only the wheel. That's the wheel. That's the wheel. Yeah, you yeah, you, you need a good PC, a good graphics card. I'd say if you want to play the top tier games, have no lag. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. internet streaming. A minimum of one lags on a PC. Okay, keep that aside. Following that comes just the steering wheel. You know, one of the famous wheels out there is the Logic Log. No, G29, G29. G29. Dude, that wheel. I've been watching that wheel for over these years, and I guess when I first saw it, it was somewhere around 50k. Now it's somewhere around 55 or something. No, no, no. So I, now I you're only 24, And I mean uh, G29. No, no, no. I'm or... talking about the whole setup uh, that comes with the wheel itself. No, no, no. Yeah, have this, uh, that's that's old for 24. That's old for 24. I mean. Uh, there's a Logitech G29 R as well. That is way much better, which is a spec'd up version that comes for I'd say 33. I saw it last uh, in April, I'd say, and it's a great wheel as well because I've seen a few guys have it and it has a really great force feedback and everything. Yeah, then the steering, the uh, I think the pedals, the computer, the I think uh, gaming chair. A good internet setup, uh, ear headphones. It cost around like two point five lakh rupees just to play a Formula One game. So to enter a Formula One series or national series, it it, it costs less. I mean more. I mean, so you'll at least have to have around five million in bag or or have sponsors that will give you five million to have a shot at getting a super license that you need to get into formula 1 so that's not just super license the levels you climb formula 4 formula 3 formula 2 and uh, the money that you actually have to pay to get that license and you'll have to be good and score points it's not going to fall from the sky and then after spending these 4 5 million pounds or whatever it is uh, you'll have a i mean then you'll have to go around running for looking around for teams and even if you are a good name in formula 1 like mick schumacher who is who is the son of uh, one of the son of michael of schumacher yes. great michael schumacher yeah even he uh, is right now in a formula 1 seat that is one of the worst uh, let's face it i don't think right. there's a car that is uh, worse than the haas team's car but, that uh, but we, but as a formula 1 fan or as a people in paddock paddock we all know nick schumacher will end up in that scuderia ferrari seat eventually by, yes in a couple of years eventually 20, but as of 2023 now, he's there because yeah, as of now, i don't what happens happening so early because i mean scuderia ferrari have been having a reputation for just uh, bump uh, for signing up old drivers with experience so i think that they stick to that rap and let make be in i'd say in haas or even a midfield team uh, like i'd say they keep him in alfa romeo if alpha, he gets a chance alpha. 
uh, and they keep him there for 2025 because I don't see Carlos or Shaw leaving any soon. They're not leaving any time soon, not at all. Carlos just started. Carlos, Carlos just started, and Leclerc has a contract up to 2024, I reckon. And I don't think that Charles will leave any time soon. If I, if everything at the Ferrari, the main Ferrari management stays the way it is, I I also don't see the point of changing the drivers till twenty twenty four or twenty five. But if the famous Ferrari changes his CEO or the racing director or I don't know anyone in the Ferrari family, there is a high chance of a very I big reshuffling. I think that Ferrari have made a step up by changing a few management internally because you can see from 2020 the first performances I'd say they had in the Monza. recent past, uh, not Monza. Monza, just the whole season collectively, uh-huh. uh, and taking the 2021 season uh, just six races in. I mean, uh, with two poles and two podiums. Uh, two controversial polls. You mean two controversial yeah, two, polls? I mean, I I'd, I'd rather not consider the second poll controversial because the first Leclerc, poll. Yeah, I mean that was the first poll that Leclerc had just on raw performance. That was a little bit helpful because of the tour as well. And uh, well, I mean they they had a step up. I'd say they had a step up with Carlos's insights, and Carlos has helped developing. Has helped developing the car around himself as well, and that's what Charles has uh, mentioned this in the statement as well. He said that ever since Carlos joined, things at Ferrari have been different, and it's pretty evident as well. Like the way they have been performing this year, it has been pretty impressive. And I don't know, you can you know point fingers at Carlos for you know he also made a change, but I'm pretty certain that he definitely had a dent in this. But SF SF twenty one is a step up from SF thousand, and we all we can Definitely. all see that. Definitely. The Last SF year was a shit show for Ferrari. Ferrari. Last two years were too bad. So to conclude, I think I think to conclude everything, uh, we we uh, we discussed that how it's uh, very expensive to get into a normal Formula One Formula. Season. I think we made it very is, clear that how expensive this sport is. True, uh, this sport is. uh from our side the suggestions are that more companies invest in this and maybe there is a rule which comes out that there is a minimum package for the smaller series that you have to give to every drivers and then judge on talent not on the car i think the companies should uh, invest or maybe you know uh, do more kind of a charity that is what it turns out to be No, the company has to pay something to the society so that they cut the tax. I think there is something like this. Yeah, I think, but it would only make sense if they have the exposure. So you know, if a yeah. company sponsors me and it's going to get a tax rebate uh, for giving me that money, but uh, it would only make sense for them to spend that money on me only if I'm going to give them any returns. If if their sticker on my car is going to be noticed. Uh, then it makes sense for them. So you know, it's a win-win. Right. Otherwise, it's just throwing money. I mean, they would have given it to the government for tax, or they would have just thrown it away. For for, for example, for example, for example, I don't, I, I, I don't know this brand, but Husky Chocolate gave uh, this McLaren, and they have this very huge logo on their screen. Uh, I mean, DRS rare yeah. wing. Sorry, rare wing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, companies should invest in uh, Formula Four. Uh, I mean, uh, drivers. 
and give them the charity there should be a fia rule which uh, it's not that. a charity it's a sponsorship let's clear that <laughs> sponsorship i mean sponsorship yeah uh, i think FIA... where, yeah i think where uh, the racing organizer should start is giving the sport a little bit more of fame i don't know how they can manage that that is true the thing is the sport is very expensive to get into first of all people don't recognize this as a sport at least in india quite a lot of uh, people you know the preponderant lot here in india does not recognize this as a sport as rather an entertainment people can go as far as calling these racers as they're not athletes which is uh, i mean it's completely absurd okay i think it's uh, easy for us to conclude that yes this is a pretty expensive sport and i guess this wraps up today's episode so i would like to thank all of you for hanging out with us and uh, we hope to see you next week as well